I was taking a nap in a tree that got cut down to create various paper products. That was pretty much on me. Go on, help yourself. It's the good stuff. Two-ply. Oh. A little excessive, don't you think? Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the Me and My Dad Watch Anime Podcast, where you can't just go around sniffing people like that, Grandma. My name is Drew, and I'm here with my dad, David. Greetings, friends. And together we watch Hyung Yoon Jang's The Satellite Girl and Milk Cow. But before we get into the show, let's let the people know. Dad, what are we under the influence of? I believe this is a first and probably a very fitting wine hmm. by the name of Freak's Show. Very much so. I would have to say this is the most appropriate wine we've maybe ever had in relation to the movie. Yes. This movie definitely had some freaks. This was one of the most bizarre movie-watching experiences I've ever had just because this thing was completely nonsensical. And I'm, I'm sure we'll get into it, but we have to, we have to pour out the, the part in here. We got to get the people ready to uh, accept our apologies. Yes, we do. Yeah. <laughs> and here it is. We also almost just lost the cork inside of it, which uh, I don't know is maybe a negative on the branding, uh, at least, or the manufacturing of the cork. Yeah. But... Hey, we're going to power through that and hopefully just we just drain sure the bottle. I'm not going to put that cork back in there. I'm going to just put it to the side. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. So, Dad, now that we have our uh, our freak shows in glass, what do you want to tell us about this movie? Honestly, there is not. There's not. A lot. <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> I mean, there's not even a Wikipedia page. Uh-huh. Uh, I, had, I had a hard time finding anything. I mean, the most interesting fact is that you are in from burning voiced one of the cast mm -hmm. um the titular milk cow yes yeah the titular milk cow uh as that's uh, me and my dad watch anime favorite burning yeah and uh, burning is incredible if steven yoon was in it we probably you know have a little bit more respect for this movie you know who uh you know steven yoon was in space jam too did i tell you that the other day i heard you say that yeah i yelled from the other room steven yoon <laughs> <laughs> but that was maybe the highlight of that movie from oscar nomination to space jam nice. yeah it's that movie's not good the pull of lebron i guess you know brought him in yeah i'm sure we all would prefer to spend or most of our days funny I, I don't know i think i would choose to work with lebron james nine times out of ten just for like the experience of saying i got to do something like if lebron james wanted to do this podcast there's no way i would say no obviously obviously who would say no to lebron james and interesting enough, this is not a Japanese anime. Mm -hmm. So do we call it a Korean anime or is it even considered anime? Well, we had this distinction uh, the other day where, you know, in Japan, anime refers to anything animated. But outside of it, the, you know, the colloquialism of anime refers specifically to Japanese animation. So... You know, take it however you want, but it's it's maybe not what you would expect from a traditional anime movie, even though they're straight up ripping off uh, a couple of different anime. Uh, I don't even know. There, there's just so much stuff going on here, but I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, that's fine. It came out in 2014 
and it didn't um I don't know if they did the dub in 2018. Hmm. Um and I question is this like the first noted Korean animation? <laughs> I don't know hmm. too many other ones, but I can't think of anything off the top of my Well, actually, I think King of Pigs might be uh Korean and we haven't gotten to that movie, but that's something that I have on the list that is a disgusting movie, but that's the only thing I can think of. Okay. I know they have a lot of really shitty animations out of China, like the Cars ripoff. I watched a whole like hour long video on this Chinese Cars man <laughs> ripoff. Are you serious? I did, and it's it's really really bad. It's one of the it's like child animation, but it's you know we'll we'll get there when we watch you know that movie. But <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Yeah, for sure. As far as Rotten Tomatoes goes, there were zero critic. Actually, there was a couple critic reviews. Um, really? But yeah, and um, I didn't uh, get involved in them. But I mean, as far as Rotten Tomatoes was concerned, it had zero percent. I mean, anything I guess that has under whatever. Yeah, and even the audience uh, audience gave it a fifty percent, and that was only based on five total reviews. Yeah, this movie kind of rightfully so was buried. G-Kids released it, but, you know, they didn't have... uh, There was no amount of advertising that was going to make this a thing at all. Yeah, I'm... uh, I would have liked to be a fly on the wall when they uh, pitched this one. (laughs) All right, everybody. So, uh, you know, storyboard ideas, anything you want to sort of uh, present to the table, just some fucking dude puts his hand up. Yeah, how about some guy gets turned to a cow and then... um, Yeah, fucking Merlin turns into a... Toilet 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 paper. paper. Oh, wow, that's an awesome idea. Are they like, we need some sort of love story. It's like, well, what happens if the old Kitsat 1 Korean satellite falls to Earth uh, and wants to fuck the cow? (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) That that is a, you know, maybe verbatim for what happened. But uh, I think that sort of gets right into our first comment for this letterbox, which is going to put a lot of context to everything that we're talking about here. So... Uh, first letterbox worst reviews. It's a half star by Paranoia One on May third, twenty twenty one. To start, we got a pixie dream satellite girl. Next, a toilet paper wizard. Also, a dog named Black Dog that cooks and cleans. After that, a neat turn into a milk cow because of a double timing girlfriend. Speaking of the cow, it's similar to Barnyard, where despite the character being male, it has an udder and produces milk. Does that make the character a trans female? Is there an animator in the world that knows an animal called a bull exists? Why did the statue move? I don't know. There's more characters, but I would rather not spoil it. And that, I, I felt the need to include this long comment, and I had a couple other ones, just because it it paints the picture. It paints the picture of just what the fuck we're working with here. And, you know, male yeah, cows producing Paranoia milk. 1 should, uh, you know, start up the Wikipedia page and... That's a pretty good start right there. Yeah, we this thing didn't even have a Wikipedia page like you had told me before. So this, uh, I, I think, like you said, paranoia should be the the first contributor there. Uh, two and a half stars by Queen Lydial on January third, twenty twenty one. We've all shipped weird, unusual couples at some point in our lives. No one openly objected to a dragon falling in love with a donkey. Heck, we were cool with sexy human cartoon being married to a goofy cartoon rabbit. And I'll be honest, I was that awkward teen who shipped one of the Ninja Turtles with April O'Neil. They had to (laughs) do the parenthetical of the 2012 version, Uh, which I think was Megan Fox. But what about an entire movie pairing a satellite and a cow? Uh... 
I don't yeah, know. Well, when you put it in that context, I guess, yeah, this isn't that crazy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I I think I think still no. I'm gonna say no for this one. No, I I'm I'm the same. Yeah, I. It feels like I would want to see this play out in the same way that I saw a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, porn parody. I remember that got passed around on the internet like a couple years ago. And I want, I think a porn star named April O'Neil was like, they, I mean, she got gangbanged by like four huge green fake penises. And then they sprayed her with like, uh, the Nickelodeon slime on her face at the end of it. Dead ass. (laughs) And I, what I'm trying to say is I would like to see that happen with maybe the cow and the satellite because the milk looked a little like cum and we'll probably get into that when we have uh, our spotlights here, but yeah, I uh, I just want to see them hook up. I want to see what that dynamic is like. If she has that fucking um, fleshlight vagina, maybe. Some mechanical pussy. Uh, pussy! Yeah. <laughs> Some mechanical... Pussy! Okay, perfect. All right, moving on. Two and a half stars by Talon on November 7th, 2020. Uh, and this was part of another longer comment. This on paper sounds like the ultimate Redditor fantasy. After you get your heart broken from a girl that you liked but weren't dating when she falls in love for another guy, you get fat, get an android girlfriend that will protect and love you unconditionally. And that explains this movie to a T to me. It really made so much sense when I started thinking about, uh, I think his name is Hyung Chan or, you know, Milk Cow. Yeah. Uh, He was sort of a fucking quote unquote nice guy. He was just like, you're leading me on and all this other bullshit that I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate, but. He just, everybody like that just needs a, a a real doll, I think. You can't handle real relationships and you just need some fucking, you know, mechanical being uh, to, I guess, lay beside you at night. Yeah, I mean, once you go cow, I mean, <laughs> you know, might as well just do whatever. I've seen cows assholes do some crazy things just when you, you know, put people's hands in there. So I'm sure maybe. Excuse uh, me. You know, I'm going to move on. <laughs> uh, three stars by Matt Buchholz on January 14, 2019. If you were to abruptly wake up a relatively creative seven-year-old in the middle of the night and demand it, they describe the dreams they were having, there's a decent chance that they would write this script in the original Korean. Uh, and that sort of feels just how this was written. Aside from, you know, the stoner dude throwing ideas out in the pitch room, this can't be understated just how fucking random this movie is. Uh, and then finally three stars by slugs, not drugs on February 11, 2019. Well, I can now say that I have officially seen everything. My eyeball, uh, my eyeballs can now retire. Uh, and I think that might be the goal of this podcast. I want to sort of desensitize myself so much that I will never have to watch anime again. Yeah. Considering this is only episode 37, I'm, I'm disappointed that this is come up early because this one should have came in late yeah this should have been episode 100 (laughs) when we go to japan and do a korean anime as our uh, next final episode uh but dad now that we've eliminated the internet's thoughts where would you like to shine at your spotlight we gotta definitely talk about the milking scene Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean what the hell was that (laughs) well First, he just like demurely opens the door and he sets it down. He's like, here, this is all I could really do. And then what? Fucking Merlin's like, this could barely cover a child's cereal. (laughs) And then he insists that the fucking satellite girl milks him, which is just such a shoehorn way to make your two main characters essentially jerk one of your other characters off. Like that's the way he was getting milked. It 
Yeah, what does she say to him? Like, why are your wh- yeah, why is your eyes getting closed right now? Yeah, exactly. Oh, just getting milked, you know. Just getting milked. But- <laughs> I and where did those udders just? Pu- I mean, they are like you know, it's not like they're these they're these little, D cups. Yeah, like all six of a sudden D-cups. they just bop out, man. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, he, he's she, got six of them, you know. And she fucking like combs through the hair of his chest <laughs> and just takes these fat ass titties out. Yeah, do, would you, uh, this is sort of like a random question, but like, have you ever seen a milking table for like dudes? Excuse me? Uh, it's like you, it's almost like a massage table, but um, there's a hole where your your balls and your dick would be on the table and you lay down like on your stomach and your shit hangs out in the bottom and someone is down there like milking you like a cow. Have you ever heard of that shit before? No. You ever watch Dave? The uh, no, I'm just throwing a bunch of shit out there. I it was uh, the TV show Dave on, I believe it's FX. He's like a rapper is the premise of it. A white rapper and his girlfriend buys him like a milking table or something like that. And th- that's how one of the episodes end. And I strangely enough, I would like to try that. <laughs> I would love to be milked. And I, think, I have no doubt you would. Well, if we're going to go and try to get some hand jobs from, you know, uh, Japanese masseuses at some point, maybe just me and Troy. Definitely not you. Yeah, I don't think I'll be involved. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you what the milking experience is like when I get when I'm squirting like a cow, yeah. <laughs> mooing when you're out in soap land. Yeah, <laughs> where I belong <laughs> in a fucking red light district in Japan. Anyways, <laughs> now Kitsat one in the beginning, obviously she's become self aware at some point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, maybe she's the beginning of the Korean Skynet. You know what I mean? This is the beginning of... She's like version one. And they don't even realize that she's become self-aware. And... Uh, so... Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> where, when does she turn? Do they break up? Is I, she sort of in the same situation where she gets heartbroken and then she becomes Skynet? She, instead of turning into an animal, she becomes a fucking deadly uh, computer AI? Well, somehow she just starts, you know, looking for young musicians or something. You know, she's bored of taking pictures and uh, her AI. (laughs) Sick of hanging out in the fucking space thinking about, I don't know, being a a flat-chested satellite. Pictures of the Korean Peninsula. Did you fucking see that, uh, remember that part when she's like... uh, When he's giving her the googly eyes and she's like, I'm not a normal girl, like... Why do you do you still like me? Like I'm just a flat-chested satellite. Like <laughs> it's like come on, really? Like this is the thought that uh, a fucking satellite that's been come to life. They're like, wow, my tits aren't big enough. Yeah, I think if it was uh, Japanese anime, she would have definitely had. You know, do you think the character would have been better if her tits were huge? Yes, I would think so. Yeah, Daddy, chill. All right. <laughs> just wanted to catch you there. <laughs> Whatever that sound effect, guys, we got him. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, uh, that's a, a fun idea for uh, a sort of fan fiction of Terminator, uh, how that would really intersect there, but yeah, kids at one, <clears throat> I becomes... have my, I have my own theory that this is like a blatant Ava fan fiction. Uh, and what I mean by Ava is uh, neon Genesis Evangelion. And this is something I had brought up to you before. Cause I was shocked when I first saw it, but there are several scenes in this movie, especially the character design of milk cow as a human. Uh, he's in the straight up Shinji getup. Uh, fucking satellite girl acts in some parts exactly like Rei Ayanami. Uh, and then they have the uh, the scene where he like falls on top of her and he's like breathing on her face. 
It's a shot for shot for like one of the first episodes of Evangelion. And I just, I couldn't fucking believe it. I was like, wow, this is so straightforward that this is that. And then I couldn't believe that they had chosen the Ray Ayanami English voice dub actor from the Netflix dub as Satellite Girl, which confirms what I was thinking. Uh, so I guess that was also part of the creative process. Of like, all right, we're going to rip off Howl's Moving Castle, uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion, the black smoke from a monster from fucking uh, Lost. Like, there are just so, so many. So are you saying the incinerator is Howl's Moving Castle? Um, not that. I'm talking about the witch oh, of the north or whatever that right. is. Because she's a pig in it, but she has the same exact outfit on as the witch of the east or something like that in Howl's. Yeah. The one that we said was um, uh, that blonde lady. Yeah, she had about 20 chins. Yeah, 20 fucking pounds of fat around her neck. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I just wanted to bring that to anyone's attention who would even remotely care uh, that this is straight up a fan fiction of uh, Ava. If Shinji became a cow and Ray and was a And of course, satellite. there's the uh, the lobster yeah. uh, movie, you know, tie-in type of thing where well, the brokenhearted, you know, get turned into animals. Well, that got uh, released in 2015. So this could almost have been, oh. they got, I mean, they ripped off fucking Didn't even cow. think about that way. Yeah, Yorgos Lanthimos <laughs> we or whatever. Were in the timeline. Yeah, Yorgos Lanthimos watched fucking Milk Cow and he's like, this is way better than Dogtooth. I'm going to fucking put this in here. And he probably showed it to Colin Farrell just as like reference. Uh, the next thing that I had was the fight uh, uh, pertaining to uh, pertaining to uh, I think it was Yun Jin and Milkow, Young Chun um, in the park and kind of in all this madness. There's this like one uh, climactic argument between the girl that he had feelings for who essentially friend zoned him and he just never caught the fucking hint and, you know, him being all pissed about it. And I at first saw it because I didn't really understand the relationship until she was like, I've loved our friendship, which really painted the picture. But she was in the right. I think she ended up slapping him in the face because like you're just so selfish and stuff like that. But she straight up says like he's not as conventionally talented or good looking as you uh, about the guy that she yeah. falls in love with. So she wanted to downgrade, which should tell you that there's nothing you can do. You're you're better looking and more talented, but you're still a fucking loser. But yeah, and so then don't even try. And then he immediately starts slut shaming her. It's like you change boyfriends like you change clothes. That is like nice guy bullshit number one. Like as soon as like a girl's like, no, I'm probably like just want to be friends with you. It's like, you know what? You're a fucking whore. I can't believe you spent time with me and listen to me bitch about shit. And you don't even want to suck my dick. Like that's classic fucking nice guy 101. And then he's like, don't lead me on. Like I said before, but I think she was in the right. She definitely should have slapped him. And the fact that he ended up even getting a uh, satellite girl pretty much gets into my last point that I think robots would be the only creatures who would simp for a guy i don't think there's anybody who would be like you know a normal girl would treat anybody the way that satellite girl tra uh, treated milk cow which led me to believe that if robots had an inherent sexuality i think they would be attracted to dudes just because i think there's probably some sort of complex <laughs> there but i think robots would have to be made not in their creator's image but to want to suck their dick that was the same thing with uh, Ex Machina. He only created them for, uh, you know, to be able to do something with them. Uh, but well, Dad, I don't think that was the only thing, but... We've had this argument before, and I think he only wanted to fuck him. He didn't really care about the scientific achievement. He just wanted that, that incredible uh, AI pussy. <laughs> well, I'm sure there's a lot of incels out there just can't wait for the robot revolution, but... 
I uh, I think you're absolutely right. The day that we can fucking you know just Maybe walk around, robot, ro- the robots, robots will save the world. Yeah, just from being lonely. Like you think yeah. it's gonna be. We got a lot of disgruntled people. Just imagine if we had a lot of you know sex robots and just like I don't think anybody would have time to get pissed off anymore. I think that's the right solution for overpopulation. Once we can like make robots nice enough that we want to have sex with them, we won't have such a problem. We could curb. We could save the planet. If we just started fucking real dolls, we could save the planet right now. I believe that. <laughs> no? You <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I'm sure religion would play into it If somehow. they're eco-friendly fuckbots, I think so. Yeah. I think we could save Fembots. it. Fembots. They'll, they'll show up later for sure. <laughs> uh, but dad, do you uh, have any- With machine guns in there now. <laughs> Yeah, or it's just more milk cutters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, were you uh, got any takeaways or any unintentional lessons on this one? My takeaway is that girls are suckers for uh, musicians. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's... I mean, here she is floating in space, and she hears the the you know the dude singing, and mm-hmm. uh, that brings her down to earth. Which, by the way, her re-entry would be impossible. She would never make it. Yeah, it would have been too hot. <laughs> but the, the power of love saved her. Yeah. I I think it's funny, too, that he's not even, like, considered a good musician. Like, he's doing some fucking shit gig in the middle of the day in some cafe, and this dude is chirping at him from the sides, like, get your head in the game, dude! Have you even practiced? <laughs> like... <laughs> Holy fuck. I would, you know, if you're performing like that, I would hope you would fucking stick up for yourself. But like he was berating him, the the heckler of hecklers of all kind. Uh, I had just two takeaways from this. Uh, my first one is don't bring your real girl, uh, real girl doll into public. Uh, pretty much just fill her up at home and leave her there. You don't need to, you know, trot her around too, which uh, maybe was the opposite lesson of um, made for love. That was sort of the thing. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah, if you do love a robot, just take her out. Mano. I would argue against it. If if it's going to cause you this much trouble and she just wants to be, like I said, filled up, just leave that shit at home. You you can have a housewife made out of fucking, you know, plastic, silicon, and metal. Uh, and my other takeaway is if you're a cow, and this is not necessarily disrespectful to uh, the overweight uh, listeners at all, but if you're straight up a cow, uh, love the girl that loves you or love anybody that loves you. So... Take that as you will. That's not explicitly a fat comment, but, you know, yes. cows can be interpreted in a lot of different cows ways. Cows can't be choosy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and who knows? You might have a girl sipping for you even if you are a cow. Like, it really doesn't matter. As long as your personality is strong and you're not an asshole, I think that's what uh, a lot of nice guys should really learn from. This movie and Promising Young Woman, as I said in another episode, those are uh, classic fucking, you know, back-to-back features for the the nice guy. Uh, uh, nice guys of the world. So, Dad, we have reached the question section of this podcast. Uh, are you ready? I am. All right. Three lies and a truth. First entry coming up here. During the film's development, actor Yua In spent time with director Jang on a Japanese milk farm, where they spoke about the plight of cows and how they could translate to a heartbroken musician. Uh, how that could translate to a heartbroken musician. Uh, entry number two. Director Zhang has stated that due to living in a competitive world, he felt we were losing our hearts as we lived like animals wearing human clothes and wanted to express that metaphorically with his characters. Uh, Entry number three. Director Zhang has stated that after penning him a letter and stating his love for Ava, uh, Hideaki Yano was for a short time cast as the voice of Merlin, but dropped out due to scheduling conflicts. And then finally, entry number four. 
Yeah, uh, Jung Yumi, voice of Satellite Girl, has come out against the film's fan base, spe uh, specifically those who liked her character, who she claimed harassed and even stalked her when Satellite Girl became a prominent character in Korean media. Dad, off the flip, what do you think is a lie? I don't think Hideki Anno was involved in this at all. Is that your final answer? Yes. You are... Correct. That was all. That was a lie. Oh, jeez, I was getting ready. <laughs> I think that's something that he would do. It felt like something I could believe. Hideki Yano would be like, you know what? Fuck it. They ripped my show off. I might as well show up in the thing. So you got I that would one. Think right. that that would be a reason why you would want to do it. I think he's got a pretty good humor about it. The last uh, Evangelion movie is coming out next month, and I'm I'm frothing at the mouth. I'll be honest. But you know, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, what's the next liar truth you think we got here? Um, I guess the first one, Japanese milk farm, because it, it, they're Korean, so I don't think they were in a Japanese milk farm. Mm -hmm. Final answer? Yes. You are correct. And that's actually a mistake by me. I didn't mean to do Japanese. <laughs> I saw that once I was reading. I was like, oh, fuck. These I just are... noticed it right now. I said, wait a minute. Japanese milk farm? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Why would they go to Japan? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was a, a fuck up by me. So uh, we're down to the last two. We're, uh, we're Jung Yumi was being harassed by Satellite Girl fans or uh, Director Zhang believing we're animals living uh, with human clothes on. And uh, wanted to be metaphorical with, I guess, a toilet paper roll who's a fucking wizard. I think I'm going to go with the last one. I mean, that sounds plausible that she was harassed for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Is um, that your final answer? Yeah, because I don't know what <laughs> metaphorically with his characters, but I don't think that they were that uh, well thought out. Yeah. Alrighty, you are incorrect. Ah, sorry about that. Uh, it was actually the 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 metaphorical thing. He, you know, he didn't explain <laughs> what exactly those metaphors were supposed to mean. I think he said that if he believed a satellite were to become a girl, she would be lonely, and that he made the cow because he was an herbivore. I don't understand the reasoning, but that was that was all I got. And he made the wizard. A, a toilet paper <laughs> toilet paper yeah and they're... we didn't even talk about the other guy that oh. uh, was stealing livers with a uh, toilet plunger. plunger that was how a toilet plunger is the means of extraction of a liver or how he can me. pass through mirrors and glass and just like come out the other side yeah that was that was uh and what were the livers being used for? I don't think that was ever clear. I mean, somebody he was selling them to somebody, but what were they? What was their purpose? I think that he was selling them to rich people, so if they ate them, they would turn back into people. That was like something of the justification. I believe it had to do with rich people eating it, which feels like a Q and in post. Like, oh, we're we're stealing these child's livers so rich people could be young again. Like. This could be uh, siphoned and put out there on those forums for the Q people. Yeah, and the livers it. actually were animated themselves. And they look like fucking... Um, the Ember, or what, what was the guy's name in Howl's? Uh, it's not Casper, it's... it's <laughs> Casper. Uh, yeah, uh, Calcifer. Calcifer. Yeah, he looked, it looked like the Calcifer fucking yeah. Ember uh, from Howl's, which... And supposedly the uh, cow liver was like, you know, that was... 
primo. In so much high demand that he, the the plumber guy didn't even bring it up to the person he was selling to. It's like, no, go get that cow's liver. It's like, we didn't even talk about the cow. We were yeah. talking about the incinerator. But yeah, they're... Oh my God, this fucking... And movie. the incinerator? Still not sure where all this stuff comes from. Yeah, yeah. That... I oh my god! Like you said, fly on the wall type of thing. Like I have some questions for uh, director Zhang. I mean, is it that you once you go animal, then the incinerator is you know bound to track you down? How did this even fucking start happening? What happened? Where was the black cloud? Where did the black cloud come into this? They just fucking siphoned that from Lost. Had him you know whip around, and then he turned into a cow like he didn't even know it. Like for th- some reason, this reminded me of that new uh, show on Netflix. I believe Sweet Tooth. <laughs> where all the kids are born like half human, half animal, type you know, of thing, and then of course the you know everybody's like out to kill the you uh, know, those, these human animal hybrid. You know that's actually really a, a good comparison. Yeah. You know maybe we could show this to Robert Downey and uh, who you know whatever the Downey Foundation I think whoever fucking made that I know it was one of them. Uh but Dad, we 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 got some games to play. We're we're not gonna let this this loss of three points get us down. We got to fucking get out there. Erskine is, uh, I guess, still recuperating, and we'll tell you why, but um, <laughs> let me just... Uh, I'm always in a state of recuperation. <laughs> you're always into some fucking shit. Yeah. Literally this I, I honestly don't know how I'm still playing football. I think the wins speak for themselves, as long as you can keep sort of your... I'm obviously some kind of, you know, uh, celebrity at this point, <sighs> it's and I'm a- bringing in massive ticket sales. Well, considering that you've showed up on what Summer House, uh, what other fucking things has Patrick Erickson showed up to? He is just like a local celebrity. He's like a TV star. He's our best character of all the things that we do in the show. <laughs> our second best character, though, is my co-host, Joe. Hit him with those horns. Welcome inside the Zoom broadcast booth, everybody. I'm Joe Cook, coming to you live from Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We're anticipating a great game between the Philadelphia Cheesesteaks and the Tampa Bay Vipers, where XFL newcomer Patrick Vanellitator Skines, hoping to play through a stomach bug, but will have to keep his shit together against the Cheesesteaks rough-and-tumble middle linebacker, Corey titty fucked a leopard seal Struthers. Back to you, Drew. <laughs> leopard seal i feel like wow. that's really dangerous but you know anything with titties feels like it, it there's the, it beckons to you <laughs> titties beckon to you if you have a penis oh, if you didn't know. i mean i might understand the dolphin but not the freaking leopard how would seal. you understand a fucking dolphin because i've you know like i said there's documented cases of people having sex with dolphins but not of titty fucking them they don't oh, have meat they don't have any yeah no <laughs> you've never seen dolphins with a rack what else was disturbing was remember in the star wars where they had those freaking what the hell were those little animals that had those freaking breasts and who was drinking off of that oh um it was luke it, it was in uh <laughs> he was like slurping off the fucking udder i can't remember. i mean that it was, was last a, Jedi. that to me was like that's when I thought that freaking Star Wars like, once again had fucking jumped the shark. I mean, that's that well, was ridiculous. That I mean, funny enough, that is the one Star Wars that I like among some of the other ones, except the whole, you know, Finn and Rose plot line on the fucking gambling planet. That was kind of not there for me. But yeah, the the Luke drinking milk, that was top top five moments in the whole fucking series. I would argue for that uh, nine times out of ten. 
But dad, we have some questions to talk about and not just fucking Luke Skywalker uh, sucking titty milk out of some weird obese. Yeah, alien. we got a lot of milking going on. Yeah, milking tables. <laughs> <laughs> I would love Luke Skywalker to milk me with the force. That doesn't feel oh, uh, no. too suspect if he's using the force. All right, question number one. How much does Kitsat 1 weigh as a satellite? Is it A, 107.1 pounds, B, 105.8, C, 106.2, or D, 110.9? Where did you see that? She says it verbatim. Right in the beginning. She's like, I'm Kitsat 1. I weigh, you know, blank, blank, blank. Yeah, like that's important. How is any of this shit important that I fucking pick out? I pick out license plate. Like I'm Kitsat One. I'm a satellite, and I have become self-aware. I have. A I cups. realize that I need to lose some weight. <laughs> I've been doing nothing out here in the space. I'm flat-chested, and <laughs> no meteor will bang me. <laughs> I must go to Earth <laughs> and uh, get some breast implants. Yes, and meet a Holstein cow <laughs> that can sing. <laughs> I'm going to come. That's the hottest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) A big tittied satellite who wants to drink from a cow. If you're going to come down from space, aliens are, you know, down to fuck. So whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that re-enters the Earth's atmosphere is down to fuck. I feel like. At least in anime, we've come to that conclusion. For sure. Yeah. All right, Dad, what's the answer? Um, Boy, I don't know. I'm going to say D. D. Alrighty, Joe. Back to you. Drew, after a disappointing late game collapse <laughs> late game collapse against last week's opponent, Vanilla Tate took his sorrows to the local strip club, as per usual. But according to my broadcast team, Erskine also indulged in the club's all-you-can-eat chicken and waffle buffet, which probably gave him a case of food poisoning that's lasted throughout the short practice week. And after a tough three and out, let's hope Erskine's wearing a diaper out there, otherwise this game could get messy. So, uh, just a punt, you know, you are uh, still down by three, but, um, you have plenty of time to come back from this debt. Don't, don't let this get in your head. You do have maybe a little bit of a, a rosebud in your fucking plane shorts. Yeah, but. I was, I was feeling a little, <sighs> I had to clinch a little and I just really, I, I'm having a hard time concentrating. Yeah. It's hard to, uh, f- I got to go to the tent. <laughs> bring the bucket it's almost like you read my mind because that's maybe you'll fucking hear about that so question number two what type of keyboard does milk cow have is it a rock jam 61 b uh, an electro 3 c a yamaha p71 or d a roland fp30 it is b b yeah Alrighty, joe what's happening drew the Vipers are lined up in their wipe-till-my-ass-bled package. Oh, no. Erskine hikes it. Play action to Juicy Thighs. Now we'll heave it to the deep man on the corner route. And it's caught! Tamarius Aquarius Cream Pie to Meatball Sub Burger. <laughs> <laughs> Making the defender look silly with his footwork. And that's going to be a first down, Vipers. Yes. Tamarius Aquarius Cream Pie to Meatball Sub Burger. Getting you that first fucking down. So let's see if we can get a touchdown before halftime. So question number three. What year... Was B Bang the club where Milk Cow performs? Uh, what? Yeah, what year? Excuse me. What? When was? Uh, when was it founded? Fuck. A. 1990. B. 1996. C. 1992. Or D. 1994. Who would call a club B Bang? There's a lot of fucking open-ended questions here. There's not. <laughs> there's not. Not many good answers. 
Uh, I believe it was D, 1994. 1994. All right, Joe, how's this half going to end? Drew, we're almost at halftime, and the Vipers are lined up in there, shooting off from both ends package. Erskine takes a snap. Pitch to Juicy Thighs. Now Juicy Thighs hands it off to the receiver on the verse, and he's got the whole side of the field to himself. Yes. Fagan fasted so I could eat some pussy early wine. <laughs> Making a fool out of the smaller defender, and that's going to be a touchdown, Vipers. Yes. Wow. Fagan fasted so I could eat some pussy early wine. I don't think you need to fast to eat pussy, my guy. But <laughs> that's like yeah, an excuse. that's a low-calorie meal. <laughs> that's like something a fucking nice guy would say. is like, hey. Listen, I really like you, but I'm on a diet right now. I'm fasting. I I can't do anything till at least one o'clock. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> I've already technically eaten my lunch and dinner. So if I were to eat your pussy now, everything would be ruined. Uh, but, <laughs> but Joe has some questions for uh, Erskine, who's waddling back into the locker room. So fucking, you know, Joe Cuck runs down from the booth. Patrick, how are you feeling? And how has your food poisoning lasted this long? Well, I, I definitely took a little bit too much of that chicken and waffles. And um, did you bring any home with you? Oh no, but I'm leaving a lot behind. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Tell me about it. Well, uh, Erskine, I hope you can keep your shit together because we're heading back into the game. So, Dad, uh, he's sending it back to me here. So, question number four, second half. Uh, what is the tag number on Milk Cow's ear? Is it A, 3181, B, 2137, C, uh, 1496, or D, 7055? I believe the tag said don't open till Christmas. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it's A, 3189. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> uh, you said A? Was yeah. that the one? Okay. Uh, back to you, Joe. Drew, we're here after halftime, and the Vipers are lined up in there. Plug my ass to keep playing package. Erskine hikes it. He's scanning downfield, but can't find something he likes. Now we'll dump it off to the crossing man. But the crossing man makes a move, and he's off the run. Corlami, your granny's in my DM's paraloo, making the big play with his legs, and that's a first down, Vipers. Damn, granny's in your DM's. That's a that's a oh, fucking oh man. Yeah, I've. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of families destroyed by Gorlami there. I hate to see his uh, browser history. <laughs> Gilf porn? <laughs> uh, the good old days. Gilf porn. As I say, someone who's loved Mills. All right. Question number five. In the Milk Cow's room, there's a poster for an indie rock festival. What was the date of the festival? Was it A, June uh, 1st through the 4th, B, September 13th through the 15th, C, May 20th through the 23rd, or D, August 10th through the 12th? It was D, August 10th through the 12th, but canceled due to COVID. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if COVID was part of this story. It it was. It was a premonition. Okay. Okay. That was something that it was like an end of credit It actually was probably brought down by Kitsat One. That's where the original... Yeah. Just like, uh, what was that fucking disease from... Um, She's probably... That was the whole thing. You know, that's part of Skynet. It's bringing down a deadly... You know, this is just the beginning. Well, you know, COVID was fake, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what did we get vaccinated for? I don't know. Just because we're fucking sheep. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, 
We're entering the final quarter and the Vipers are lined up in their poop till I got a six-pack package. Erskine hikes it. Quick pass to the bubble screen. Now we'll shake off a defender and get behind the blocking wall. And he's got the speed to take in this yard. Jaycocks, jump on my balls, Wagyu back. Making the play in a foot race. And no one's going to stop him for a touchdown, Vipers. Yes! Wow, jump on my balls, Wagyu back. Fucking pulling out for you. Making you look good after you... Uh, haven't really soiled your pants as much as I thought you would. I was under the impression. That I that think because be I was celebrating too hard, though, I might have squirted a little. That's fine. Because no. this next one, I, I'm I'm feeling uh, a little juicy. Did you ever like watch the uh, NFL film stuff? I remember uh, listening to one where Rodney Harrison talked about how he used to like pee in his fucking pants during the games. So like when he would hit people, I mean, he would just pee so he wouldn't have to come off the field, but. I wonder, like, how prevalent that is in football. Like, how often people actually just, like, fucking... Well, I'm sure it's happened. I'm sure it's happened inadvertently, but I... mean, Donovan McNabb supposedly puked in the huddle. That's true. Yeah, that's why he's a loser. Yeah. (laughs) Couldn't keep his fucking lunch down. (laughs) All right, last question, Dad. At what time does Milk Cow receive the text message from Hat Girl to meet at the park? Is it A, 145, B, 315, C, 225, or D, 1233? Mm, I don't remember this. For some reason during this part, I sort of blanked out. Mm. I'm going to say C. C? Alrighty, 225. Joe, how's this game going to end? Drew, we're in the final two minutes and the Vipers are lined up in there. Sphincter too strong to stop me package. <laughs> Erskine takes a snap. Five-step drop. He'll hold it to let the play develop and now let it rip. And Patrick rainbows this one right into his hands. Paddle forward. Peg my dad for power, Kamingus. With the catch and perfect stride. And that's another touchdown, Vipers. Wow. Peg my dad for power. What the hell? Kamingus coming through. I I actually had fucked this up where I wrote down the wrong answer in the wrong place. So uh, you're still technically correct, but I had just fucked it on my thing. So congratulations. All right. You were able to pull that one out. That was uh, scary amazing. for me in the moment because yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, I fucked this up again. But hey, at least I can read the, a different prompt. You know that I was in the time. tent after every freaking you know set of downs. That's that's remarkable. I'm it, a, I'm a little dehydrated to tell yeah. you the truth. <laughs> you need some you need some more wine Gatorade. Definitely. And you're uh, drinking from your fucking ice bath. Good <laughs> thing nobody got injured, dude, because that tent where that bucket was. You probably might not like want to be near the ice bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't go in there yeah. right after. Don't ask about the brown water. Oh, this is tough. Yeah, that is tough. But, yeah, it probably looks the same color as this wine. There's probably a little blood in there. Oh, <laughs> God damn. Yeah, well, my ass is a little raw right now. Yeah, well, you know, it's uh, it's only going to get better because you're coming out of there with a win. Uh, we're, we're definitely going to decompress as we probably try to, I don't know, chug some Pepto-Bismol. That seems like <laughs> the right thing to do. But uh, we're also going to continue the, the fun here. We're going to play some Would You Rather. You ready for this? Yep. All right. So... Would you rather grow a set of udders that need to be milked two to three times a day or work as a professional butt wiper? <laughs> so for the first one, you know, I'm going to say it'll just be like the size of like a, an eight to nine. Yeah, like a nine month baby. I mean, it's a big udder. You got the fucking, you know, little teats and shit like that. You're going to have to milk it or it's going to be incredibly painful for you. Uh, and then as the professional butt wiper, 
I'm not going to even say that you can use paper. You have to use your hands to wipe other people's ass. You're like the guy who's like in the bathroom with a, a towel over his arm. Like one of those people who, you know, is like, oh, hello, sir. Would you would you like a breath mint as I uh, fucking scratch your balls while you pee in the urinal? Like those type of dudes. Nobody but would take that job. Uh, I mean, how, I mean, so. I'll say it pays well. We're going to be doing like new world wages. You'll get $30 an hour to be a professional <laughs> blood wiper. That's what like I can't even use <laughs> toilet paper. I gotta use my hand. You can. I'll say you can use like a rubber glove, at the most. Oh well, that's a little better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just don't want me to have any way out of this. Well, I, I, mean, I mean, come on. What? So you're gonna go with the udder? No, like, I mean that's crazy too. I mean at least. <laughs> I'm getting thirty dollars an hour to wipe ass. I mean, what the hell? And I'll say it's in like a high traffic area. And, too. and, and when I mean, do you're you at a construction. To, do you have to site. go to school for this. I mean, if you're a professional, I mean, is there butt wiping? You are a hundred thousand dollars in debt. You essentially chose not to go to law school, but to learn how to wipe people's asses, and it it allotted you the same amount of debt. So you're a hundred grand in the hole. You get paid thirty dollars an hour. You do get to wear a glove, but you have to wipe people's ass with your hand, uh, and clean it. I mean, you have to at least get some water. Yeah, well, you're not saying it. how long I have to do this. Until you pay your fucking stu- oh, student, student loan, loan debt. $100,000. <laughs> wow. I, you, I hadn't even considered this before, but you talked me into this hole <laughs> where you have debt now and you're wiping ass to get out of it. I I mean, I would I would do the udders. I'm not going to be... I, I can't. I can't do the fucking thing. I mean, if dudes are getting away with having dad bods. Yeah. I think I can maybe get well, women guess, who fetishize me enough. Yeah. To I have would have udder. to get udders and there's fine, you know, some girl that was kinked out by it. And, yeah. You know, like, mm, I can't wait to milk you. <laughs> <laughs> my fucking dream girl. <laughs> uh, my, my, my. She has no problem with my udders. My ideal girl is someone who will never, you know, not want my dick in her mouth or someone who's going to tell me that, hey, when we get home, I'm going to milk you like a fucking cow. <laughs> and then i'll just be like i'm gonna come yeah <laughs> that's somewhat of a problem though i mean you could probably milk yourself um obviously uh it's not the same why i mean if i'm just it's 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 like sit, i mean what's the whole like you sit on your hand it's, it's just like, a, like you know person. when women have to use a breast pump when they're you know nursing and they can't be around and they have you know that's what true. if you could sell it? The milk? <laughs> yeah, like in the movie. I I really do think that could be like artisanal. I'm surprised they didn't, you know, get more involved in that. They had a good business going. They made so much money and then the fucking landlord yeah. comes in and steals all the cash. It's like everyone's like, oh, I love organic milk. Yeah, I was just like so down for it. It's like if you saw where this was coming from, maybe you'd be a little uh, more wary of where your milk yeah. is coming from. That might be the most egregious thing about this fucking thing is the, the idea that you would want to make more people milk drinkers. Because I think customarily, like if you're a milk drinker, I find that weird. Nowadays, if you're an adult and you drink milk, but just by the glass. Yeah, I can't, I can't even think of the last time I drank milk. It feels like it can only be done in if you have like a rocks glass with a cookie or something like that. It doesn't seem like you can have a lot, but it can be used sparingly. <laughs> but, you know, I don't think I'll ever have a job that pays me $30 an hour, so it's tough to sort of turn away the professional Budweiser. I wonder if I'm allowed to like listen to like podcasts and music while I'm doing it. Like I don't have to have any cuz if I'm like talking to them too, like making small talk while I'm fucking cleaning their ass like a baby. 
that would probably push me over the line. <laughs> Even though the pay is great. <laughs> I just don't want to interact with them. So yeah, I, uh, I guess I'm just going to have to fucking make it work with these udders and maybe just try to play it off. Like I have a beer belly. And then if I just have like a, maybe a leakage, I don't really know. I'll just have to figure it out. I'll tape my titties up. Like I said, I think you're going to make some money selling your milk. And I think, I uh, think that's your, that's your day job. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just start my own milk business You Holstein for sure. cow. And then I'll I'll squirt a little of my own cum in there just for like the oh, secret flavor. See now you're ru- oh, no you, no you that's my secret that. sauce. No, that's not secret. <laughs> it's not a secret anymore because I've said it out loud. That's a lawsuit. <laughs> you're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. Yeah, I'm not the guy who's gonna come in the milk, but you know, I might I might do something else with it. Who knows? It could be hot. I remember one. Of the, I think I've already said this before, but one of the first pornographic images I saw was dark magician girl squirting milk out of her tits, and that was like. How I Became a Man. Yeah, is that an anime? Uh, or a... Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. What? It was, uh, it was when you guys bought me a PSP. I was looking up porn on that on uh, on accident. It was something that was like a, a pop-up. Sure. I'm dead serious. Like This was this was the, the, the tragedy of my life is that I didn't want to see it. I wasn't looking for it, but it, it definitely found me. Yu-Gi-Oh porn found me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's who knew. If anybody is uh, buying their child a fucking handheld device, I can get on the internet. Just know that they're probably going to look up some weird hentai shit, like I did, uh, or you know, it, I didn't look it up. Um, moving on. Uh, <laughs> would you rather only get phone service if you have a finger in your ass, or every time you take a shit, it has to be in public? So, <laughs> for the first one, I'm going to say you have to insert at least one finger in your butt for your phone to work. So if you were like expecting it, like, let's imagine like you're on the bus waiting for like a fucking important phone call and you're just like really, you know, you're embarrassed that it's about to happen, but you still pop it up there. Like you're going to have to get used to fingering yourself in the ass in public to be able to get. And what's the significance of the finger? Is it supposed to be your antenna? Yeah, kind of. I mean, that was the idea. Once I saw, um, you know, satellite girl uh, extend her finger to get that radio signal. So right up your butt. (laughs) I'll say it even extends if you want to have that double duty G spot action. Yeah. If you want to, <laughs> you're getting five G in your ass. <laughs> six if you count the G spot. Oh no! Uh, or the the shitting in public thing. Either you can do, you know, on the ground, uh, or you have some form of like public trough. I don't even think that's the right word for it, but you have to do it in a, a large. At least ten people have to see you poop, or you can't poop. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. No? You don't no. think you could get away with that? No. What happens if it's like... Remember that video we saw and the guy was taking a shit in a bucket? I, yeah. I Everybody's screaming, him, call the cops! Call the cops! This guy's shitting in the bucket! <laughs> call the cops! <laughs> hey, man, fuck you! I Yeah, that's... I don't think... I don't think he... I think he got away with it. I think he's probably like a law-abiding citizen. He just had a bad day. You know, I think everybody can like... Well, the guy was... The ob- I mean, are we talking about the guy in the video? For sure. Yeah. He <laughs> I've seen some videos. I've seen sure. some videos of like women. I saw a video of a woman who was like in a grocery store and she did just the squat in the middle of like a freezer aisle. It was like she was hiding behind something like it was uh uh you know, some sort of barrier and she just fucking, you know, squirt fired shit on the ground uh and just pulled her her, her fucking um Victoria's Secret sweatpants up and just walked away. Like 
It was disgusting. It was just yeah. <laughs> the most abhorrent thing you could do is just to shit in public on the ground and then walk away. Well, the worst thing is that if you actually go into a public toilet and you see their shit sprayed everywhere. So like this person made it to the toilet, but still didn't manage to get it in because there's shit everywhere. How uh, does that happen? Hmm. You know, this reminds me, I don't know the answer to that question, but this reminds me of something that... Because um, I've seen it. I mean, have you ever seen, like, shit everywhere? Oh, for sure. And I was I was going to mention an incident that that happened to somebody uh, very close to us. Uh, yeah. Did he ever tell you about yeah. his... Yeah. His fucking antics. Um, and I, I guess I'll just reiterate in short. And a, a gang of his friends had a fucking squad of delinquents who would go into uh, school bathrooms and other public establishments and cover these stalls with piss. They would fucking arch it. They would fucking shoot it left and right. Um, and I'm going to block this. I'm going to actually blank out the name on this just, <laughs> just because. Don't even say the name. Right? I already did. <laughs> but um, yeah, one of one of his friends took a shit right on the ground and they got chased out of fucking Target because uh, <laughs> the, the person who worked there saw them. So... I I can see maybe it's like a prank situation to answer your question, uh, but I'm still going to finger my ass. I'll be honest with you. I'm not going to fucking, you know. Yeah, well, I'm not going to be. I'm not even going to carry a phone. <laughs> That's public. I'm going to say you have to. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> You're not just going to say you can't do something. That doesn't. Yeah, I can. No, you have no. You have to have a phone now. If I need phone service, I will insert the finger. But if I don't, I'm not. <sighs> whatever. I guess it's your ass. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Stop with forcing me into these. Stop making me finger my ass, <laughs> son. <laughs> Would you rather? <laughs> I'm just. Would trying... you rather? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather make a phone call or take a shit in public? Neither. Neither. Well, a phone call with a finger in your ass. Yeah. And like I said, that might that might get you that sixth G. So uh, there are some possibilities. I think yeah. I could get away with it if I had like a blanket, like or if I, you know, had a, a jacket I could throw over my fucking my oh, lap blanket. Yeah, if I just like pretended I was cold or something like that, I could just sort of sit on my Somebody's finger. Somebody screaming. He's fingering his ass under the blanket. <laughs> He's fingering his ass. Call the cops. Hey, hey come on, fucking chill out. <laughs> I gotta make a phone call. It's like a Karen. <laughs> just yeah. some bitchy white woman. Yeah. Sir, sir, can you take your finger out of your ass? Actually, I'm gonna fucking call the cops on you. <laughs> yeah, and then she calls it up. This uh this black guy is fucking fingering his ass. It's like, come on, lady, you don't have to be racist too. Fuck. <laughs> Alright, last would you rather here. Would you rather have a house infested by crawling pig penises? Or have an automated real doll partner that you have to go places with. So with the first one, uh, sort of, you know, playing off the fact that it was crawling pig snouts. I like the idea of the wriggly little, you know, pig dicks because they're they're curlicue as well. Right. Supposedly. Yeah. yeah. So it's like an infestation of uh, of <laughs> pig penises, <laughs> almost just like some weird bug problem. Or I'm going to say with the animated real doll partner that. They can talk to some capacity, and they don't have a filter. So the real doll doesn't have a filter. Yeah, and it can talk. Yeah, and it's gonna ask you to do things to it in public. It's like, can you fill me up, Daddy, like you did the other day? <laughs> can you fill me up like you did ten minutes ago before we stay? Of course, out here? you have to add that at the end. And uh, can I call like you know a pest control 
Uh, hi, can um, you guys get rid of pig penises? Yeah, I have an infestation. They're <laughs> everywhere. Oh, you mean the, the curly pig dicks? Yes. No, we don't fucking do this. Come on, there's something. Did you know that um, there's a type of duck that can have like a 17-inch uh, penis? No, I don't believe that. I'm dead serious. Because ducks are known to be rapists and are like violent uh, and sexually aggressive, duck vaginas have gotten uh, to be almost like a labyrinth, like to you know be able to even get to the point where you can inseminate them. Like they've evolution has changed their vaginas so they couldn't get raped, and fucking duck dicks have just got longer and more complex so they can continue their 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 rapage. So. <clears throat> duck vaginas are like a uh, a maze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not kidding. <laughs> That's not a joke. <laughs> that really is something that I learned the other day. Oh, man. I'm going to have to look this one up. Please do. Please do and then prove me right. Because I, I, I don't know about the automated real doll partner. I want to know how automated it is. And I guess I'm asking myself this. Like, I don't think it should walk. I would not like that for some reason. Well, I guess I would want it to walk. I don't want to carry it around in one of those, like, you know, push carts. Are you looking at it now? Yeah. What is it telling you? Female ducks fight back against raping males. (laughs) As they should. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, and they're showing. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Some female ducks and geese have evolved complex genitalia to thwart the unwelcome mating attempts, according to a new study. Males of some species, such as mallards, have a notorious habit of raping females. <laughs> Who knew? That's Who a, knew? That's a fun... I mean, I guess... I look at ducks now in a whole different light. Yeah, dude. They'll fucking blind the, the women and fuck them. Like, it's crazy. And how would you feel if a girl, like, you know, in a, in a, in a vacuum, I suppose, if instead of saying, like, yeah, dude, he has a nice dick, it's like, his dick, uh, his dick is complex. He has a complex dick. Yeah, I so feel like that would be not like a bad thing. It says some vaginas have spiral channels that would impede sex by twisting in the opposite direction oh. to that of the male phallus. Oh, wow. So they've reverse corkscrewed them. That's insane. This is so fucking... I mean, this... Others had as many as eight cul-de-sac pouches en route, so they have dead ends. Yeah, that's another <laughs> thing that I fucking learned. <laughs> I forgot that part. Yeah, they have dead ends in their <laughs> pussies. That could prevent fertilization by capturing unwelcome sperm. Oh, my God. It's incredible, dude. <sighs> and then finally, when you fucking hit that duck G-spot. <laughs> <laughs> That's when the, 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 the duck penis know they did well. This is crazy. Oh, well, hey, I learned something new every day. I'm glad I can uh, teach you things about the world, Dad. Thank God we do this podcast. Yeah. No- now that I have that factoid... I'm staying away from ducks. I mean, I don't think you were ever this bastard. I don't think you were ever in danger of getting butt fucked. By no, a I wasn't afraid duck. for myself. A long ass dick know. of a duck. Sorry, we got to stand up for the female ducks. Yeah, we got to hold they these me male. Too. <laughs> we got to hold these male ducks accountable. <laughs> these motherfuckers. Oh, oh no God. wonder! I thought I saw a protest the other day. <laughs> it's just the fucking pond. All the females. Yeah. I would have loved to have been at that protest, dude. I would have kicked the Harvey Weinstein of ducks right in the goddamn mouth. <laughs> so, Dad, are you are you picking the house infestation of uh, pig penises, or are you having uh, an automated real doll partner? Because I think I'd still want a partner more than I want if these if these pig penises are like invasive and they produce quickly, 
reproduced quickly. And why do I have to go places with it? Because why can't I just hang out. That's the learn. Uh, that's the lesson, dude. You can't fucking just. I mean, I guess I've already <laughs> contradicted myself, but it's nice to show things that you love that you love them. You know, especially if you're coming inside of them. Like, go take them places. I mean, I think I could probably, you know, get rid of the infestation or just the hell move out. I'm gonna say they follow you. Oh. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> <laughs> they're like inching towards your house it's like ah oh, fuck the pig penises are here all right come on guys get back in here let's fucking work this out oh man that sounds like a horror story yeah this is another script amityville that we have pig penises <laughs> <laughs> they just follow you around like we had to move out of that house all those pig penises is like tick, 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 tick. hello <laughs> who's there pig penis yeah, you're no! like you just moved into the neighborhood. They're having some sort of like welcome, uh, you know, welcome to the fucking neighborhood party. It's like, so hey, like, what brought you to the the neighborhood? This is, uh, I mean, the house is great, the location is great, but you know, this you seem to just sort of come out of nowhere. It's like, yeah, well, my house was infested with pig penises, and I uh, had to get the fuck out of there. Like, <laughs> it's like, oh, I mean, what do you mean by pig penises? Like, oh yeah, just like if you cut a pig's penis off. It was crawling towards me at all times. One crawled across my face one night, yeah. and I had to leave. It's like, uh, what's that um, monster that if you cut off one, uh, um, you cut off one head, and then it grows another head? Oh, in um, mythology. Oh, is it like the snake? No, it's got three heads, and then it's not Cerberus. No, it wasn't Cerberus. Ah, uh, crap. I don't know. But anyways, you know, every time if you only cut off one, it would turn into two, two you know, it would keep growing more heads, so. Mm-hmm. I can see that. It just becomes like a, a, a double, a dyad penis, the triad penis. <coughs> That'd be incredible. They all just merge together, just make one giant fucking pig dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win in a fight, a pig dick or a duck dick? <laughs> Dad, we gotta fucking move on. This this has been one of the, the most sidetracked uh, would you rather's that we've had to date? I think because this movie is is batshit crazy. Yeah, it was Cerberus. Uh, Cerberus. Really? Cerberus's head grows back. Yeah, monstrous watchdog of the underworld. Oh no, he had three heads, but I don't think that was the one that. Yeah, I don't think that grows back. Uh, maybe a no, not a Chimera. Ah. Mm. Oh, Hydra. There we go. Yeah, well, that's what it was. Hail Hydra. All right, Dad. We're uh, we're certainly fucking decompressed after that win. Uh, we we've learned a lot about ourselves and maybe uh, some new things about the world, but especially ducks. Yeah, ducks. Ducks are on our radar now. Uh, but we're we're expanding our horizons in a multitude of ways. We're all... I'm gonna have to say something about the ducks, though. I mean, that's just like a you know evolutionary thing that they've you know. Why haven't uh, women decided to grow? You know. I to think, avoid men raping them. I think because... Not that they would stop the rape, but at least yeah. they would stop the, maybe the... I think it's more likely that a duck would, would assault another female duck than a male would assault a female. I feel Obviously like maybe... it happens a lot in the duck world that it's to the point of a problem. I just can't believe ducks have bigger dicks than me. That's fucking crazy. If you would have told yeah, me that, no, I never saw what the they never talked about the size, but they there's certain. Yeah, I I, th- I don't know if that's all of them, but some of them do have monster hogs, which I don't even know how you can fucking do that with their body type. If it's 17 inches, that's fucking like out here. Yeah. That's insane. But hey, we we have to expand our horizons past this fucking duck yeah. dick. Bit. 
and, may, and maybe think of some bits of our own. We're at uh, Ghibli All Grown Up, Bits, Skits, and Sequel Ideas. Uh, did you have anything you wanted to uh, share, uh, an idea you had? No. <laughs> Still nothing, Drew. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I'm, uh, <clears throat> I was kind of skeptical of what to do this time either, but I had an idea that it would be like karaoke night at this fucking bar that we always end up at. It would be like Muskie's uh, karaoke night or something like that. <laughs> and uh, I guess there's maybe somebody that we're trying to impress there. That was sort of like my idea. I, I hadn't really like flushed it out too much, but um, I, I knew there was some sort of karaoke element involved. You want to try that? Sure. All right. Let me set a, a little timer here. All right. Starting now. All right, everybody. Uh, take your seats. We're going to start uh, getting ready for uh, Muskie's Mix-Up Karaoke Hour. This is uh, something we do every once in a while here when, uh, you know, the assholes in the back fucking stop recording their podcasts and we actually have some more room to do shit. Uh, yeah, I'm talking to you assholes. Shut the fuck up, Muskie. Karaoke, right. man. I thought this was wet t-shirt night. <laughs> hey, come on, David, you fucking dickhead. <laughs> Nobody's taking their fucking tits out except the cow in the back, if you know what I'm talking about. My fucking wife, who is uh, who's dead just like all the other ones. This is getting more personal than I thought. So uh, if anybody has any ideas for a karaoke song that they want to bring up, uh, come up to the DJ stand and write something, and uh, old Muskie, old Muskie will fucking uh, put something down for you. So, uh, it's just like you and me standing at the bar. Not you and me, but... All right. Hey, Kevin. Um, listen, so... Thanks for coming out here. I know you're not like a big karaoke guy. Um, I'll be honest. I have a date coming. What? You know... This is guy's night out. Okay, listen. I know, but... This is the first time I've ever gotten a Tinder match. First time. I've been on here for a fucking year. And I've been swiping my goddamn ass off. And I finally, finally got a girl who thought, you know, uh, the fact that I... Do you use a real picture of yourself? I did, but it was when I had hair, which <laughs> is a little misleading. I know it's not the best thing to do, but I can't let this fucking girl know that I'm just a bald incel. I have to, I have to prove to her that I have some talent. And I know that, I know that this is a lot to ask, but I want to... I want to sing a song with you, Kevin. I want to, I want to do something that we can maybe do together because I'm, I'm fucking nervous and I know that she loves it. She, she's the one who wanted to do this in the first place. That's why we're even here. I directed this whole night to karaoke night because I wanted to fucking see this girl. Hey, whatever. I'll be your wingman on this one. Okay. Um, fuck. Okay. What um, do you want to sing? You know, <laughs> I think I'm going to be fucking sick. Um, this is, I, I rush off to the bathroom and you fucking follow me. I, I run to the bathroom. Oh, fuck, Kevin. Man. I don't know if I could do this, man. My vomit's on my sweater already. It was my mom's spaghetti. <laughs> I knew I shouldn't have fucking visited my parents before I went out and tried to get fucking pussy. Um, listen, uh, excuse me, young man. Do you need any assistance? What the fuck was that? Kevin, was that you? Yeah, I think somebody's in the stall. <laughs> Actually, boys, I'm not in the stall. I'm hanging from a hook. And I, I, I fucking jump out of my thing and I, I push through. Oh my God. It's a talking freaking. 
roll of toilet paper. Well, Sonny, I'm not particularly just a piece of toilet paper. I'm a, I'm a magical being. If you've ever heard of uh, Merlin, I'm actually his, uh, his stepbrother, uh, Zerlon. And I, I'm, I'm here. Are you sure that's not Shaman? That feels racist. <laughs> I don't know why. But I, I've been sent here uh, through a portal in the toilet to, to help you out, Terry. Because I know how, well, you just almost puked on me. So I know you're going through something. Kevin, are we fucking tripping right now? What the fuck is this thing talking to us for? I think Muskie spiked our drinks. Muskie wouldn't waste the roofies on us. <laughs> Zerlon, like, so what exactly kind of powers do you have? I mean, if you're going to come out here and say you're a fucking talking toilet paper, like, what do you have to offer? Well, young man, you're coming, you know, come correct when you're talking to a wizard toilet paper. I'll fucking turn you into a, a, a piece of dog shit if you, you know. Okay, I'm sorry. Zerlin, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, well, just because I know you're looking for pussy, as you said, I'll grant you one wish. But, you have to, uh, what feels fair to you? What do you mean, what feels fair? Uh, what, 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 what do you think you should get in, uh, you know, what should happen if I give you this wish? Kevin, like, do you have any money for this guy? Like, you have any loose bills? Like... I don't want your money. I want... I want to be in there. If you get pussy, I want to be there too. Should I do it? Well... Yeah, if you want to get laid. Can I use you for cleanup after? <laughs> Actually, that was kind of what I was looking for. <laughs> I'm kind of into cum play. <laughs> Nasty. Um, Alright. Uh, well, I just... I wish that whatever I sing and whatever, you know, me and Kevin sing will, will make, uh, Brianna love me and will, uh, you know, want to have sex with me and, um, won't make me wear a condom. Whoa. That, that feels like a little more than one wish, but you know, just because I'll get to join in, I'll, uh, I'll bend the rules for you this time. So he fucking, you know, does some fucking crazy shit with his hands and I get lifted off the ground and I'm like, Oh, <laughs> And uh, finally, we come out of the bathroom after having this interaction with fucking Zerlon. Zerlon is like in our back pocket or something. And I see uh, Brianna. Brianna! Hey! I was just... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I was uh, just thinking about you. Hi! Welcome to the karaoke night. I thought you stood me up. No, 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 no. I would never do that. I was, I was honestly getting ready to uh, sing a song with my friend, uh, with my friend Kevin, you know? Oh, so you think you can sing? Well, yeah, yeah, I think I can I'll sing. I'll tell you right now. Singers make me hot. Oh. Um, <laughs> I pop a boner in my fucking pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I fucking uh, go over to, um, you know, Muskie's table. It's like, Jermon's hey. like, easy boy. <laughs> I'm not ready to clean up yet. <laughs> Don't shoot one off too early. I know you can't get a boner twice. So I go up to Muskie. Hey, uh, hey, Muskie. Um, I'm gonna make this easy on you. Uh, can you can you play you know, piano man? Um, whatever you fucking loser. I, I see you got your fucking. You, I see you got your girlfriend over there. I'll I'll do whatever you need. Uh, thanks, Muskie. You fucking asshole. <laughs> so we uh. We've, we we kind of wait our turn. We're, we're chatting up with Brianna. 
Uh, and then Muskie's like, all right, we, uh, we have one of our regulars here. Uh, who doesn't just, you know, bring their own alcohol and record a podcast in the back. Like, these fucking assholes over here. Muskie, shut up! Fuck you! <laughs> Alright, uh, so we're gonna have, a, I guess, a two-man show. It's gonna be uh, Terry and uh, Kevin, and they're gonna be singing uh, Piano Man. So, uh, everybody uh, give a round of applause. Alright, are you ready for this? I guess so. Alright. So we, we go up there and we fucking, you know, get the, the mic started. I'm still nervous. <laughs> you ready, man? I am. It's nine, nine o'clock on, on a Saturday. All these Regular fucking losers are in the bar. Oh fuck! And there's, there's an old man who wants to with fuck a roll of toilet paper that making wants love to his. Ch- <laughs> Come on, man! All right, I'll, no, we'll go, I'll go back and forth. All right, next verse. I don't even think she likes it. Brianna's like looking off on the side. <laughs> I said, Brianna, come in, show me your titties. My dick is hard for you, and I got a roll of toilet paper in my pants. And I think you'll have a three-way if I can just sing this a little better. Sing us a song, you're a little cow. <laughs> Sing us a song, you big Holstein cow. Because we're all in the mood for some milk. And you've got us feeling all right. They love it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, get off the fucking stage. Come on, you guys. <laughs> so, uh... I guess cut back to the bedroom. It's like, all right, Kevin, um, me and Brianna are going to go upstairs. And we fucking, you know, turn away to the door. And Sir Lon's in my pocket. He gives you a wink. I'll tell you all about it later, Kevin, when I get some, uh, I guess some side pussy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that's where we're going to have to edit there for the the piano man. Uh, that may or may not have been a good bit. I, you know, we're always sort of having to figure that out post, but we're also trying to figure out if this movie, uh, has any merit of its own, if it can even be put on a Rushmore of itself. So, uh, put them on the Rushmore. Dad, I have the turned into animals Rushmore. Does, uh, Milk Cow beat out Emperor Cusco, uh, turning into a llama and Emperor's New Groove, uh, Chihiro's parents turning into pigs and spirited away. Uh, Justin Long being surgically turned into a walrus and tusk or will be Daniels becoming a dog and shaggy dog. Hmm. I'm almost inclined to want to say yes. Yeah, I I would definitely want to put him up there. <clears throat> is there uh, a weak link to you? Because I think my weak link is Justin Long becoming a walrus. 
because I don't know if you've seen Tusk, but it's about a podcaster who goes to interview some fucking old sailor or something who yeah. like, yeah. And then he sews him into like a walrus body. Yeah. So if anything, that would be the one that I would be interested in fucking maybe moving along just because he's not technically an animal. He's just inside of an animal. But or Chihiro- maybe Chihiro's parents, because they're just, they're not really present. Yeah. I'm okay with that. If you wanted to take away Chihiro. I mean, uh, where everyone else is an individual that turns in, I mean, these are just two, you know, and then of course they turn back. I yeah. guess everybody gets back at some point, right? I, I mean, I guess uh, maybe Tuss doesn't end that way for Justin Long. I've never actually seen that movie. I've just seen the bits and pieces where he gets turned into a fucking walrus. But Cusco definitely becomes a, an emperor again, so... Yeah, I'm down to take off uh, Chihiro's parents for milk cow. I mean, the fact that he gets milked puts him in a whole different stratosphere of uh, a character, in my opinion. So yeah. I- I'm okay with moving the moving Chihiro's parents off the Rushmore for now and putting fucking Kyung Chan, milk cow himself, up under the Rushmore. Uh, I only have one more of these. It's the Robo Girl Rushmore. Uh, does Kitsat 1 beat out Motoko Kusanagi and Ghost in the Shell? The Fembots. As we've uh, alluded to earlier in the episode in uh, Austin Powers, uh, Futura, Futura in Metropolis, or Alita in Alita Battle Angel? Um, hmm. Yeah, I'm almost, you know. Inclined to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I don't really know too much about Futura... Uh, in Metropolis. I know that's like a classic example. I mean, but the Fembots are, do appear in all three of the Austin Powers movies. I just don't think they have enough of a role, maybe. Kusanagi, well, for the sure, few, no. Fembots, too, are like a whole, you know, they're not like an individual. Yeah. Like if we're just talking about a singular robo-girl. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a good point. I guess Elizabeth Hurley, maybe whoever she was in, uh, was that because fembots are just robots that are, you know, females. Yeah, but wasn't Austin's first wife like? Isn't the wife that he married or the woman that he marries in the first Austin Power movie? Doesn't she end up being a fembot? Hmm. I thought that's how that ended, or in the the second one began, that she ended up becoming or she was the whole time. I don't remember that. Yeah, we'll have to go back and watch Austin Powers at some point. I know they're all on like Netflix or HBO. I'm okay with taking off the fembots because that's a good point. Just to let Kitsat fucking get on here. Yeah, so for a movie that really seemed, you know, out of control and stupid, it's actually got its place on a few, uh, or a couple Rushmores. Same thing with uh, Death Note last week. I mean, there's something about these dumb movies that have uh, a place in history. So, (laughs) who knows? Who knows what's in store for the, the this movie's future? Maybe it is a, a cult classic one day. So, Dad, I don't know about you, but I'm done talking about this movie. And I'm ready to try to make it my own. So, let's do a live-action Netflix recast. So, right away, Bay. Would Michael Bay direct this movie? Could he direct this movie? <laughs> I guess he could, but I... <laughs> <laughs> I guess anybody could. Yeah, but no, I don't see this being a Bay vehicle at all no i don't i don't see so either he's not so much of a surrealist as he is like a hyper realist in in some weird way um so i'm i'm not gonna go with the bay either but who did you have as director i had robert rodriguez who what is he known for because i i know well he has spy kids but he also did that movie uh lava girl and shark boy (laughs) 
<laughs> so it's just like, which I've never seen, but, uh-huh. you know, with a title like that, you know, might as well be Satellite Girl and... Uh, milk Cow. Milk Cow. Taylor Lautner is the Milk Cow. <laughs> yeah. He's got six pack instead of fucking udders. <laughs> I, uh, I don't hate that pick. I had Bo Welch because I had sort of a similar, like, I was looking for like a kids director and Bo Welch was the person who did um, the Cat in the Hat movie, which feels almost like parallel to this in the in the weirdness of that kind of movie so uh, yeah i can see that i'm okay with Bo welch there but i see you have another bow here for a, a soundtrack yeah i think that Bo burnham would be the perfect guy to do a soundtrack for this if you didn't already pick a person for uh you know milk cow i think Bo burnham should have been fucking milk cow yeah i think he should have just been the star of this movie well i had that idea too and uh but i like it more than who you picked you got to. Keep- oh, me too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I really just didn't. I wasn't in love with any of my picks, quite honestly. But yeah. I mean, this movie is just so off the wall. Honestly, I don't think I'd ever want to see this movie made. Ever. But mm, maybe I would. Well, considering that, Bo but Burnham, maybe I would like to see it as a musical. Ah, uh, for sure. I think this. I think it has more potential as a musical than it does as a, a regular. Maybe on film. stage, yeah. Not even in film. Yeah, when Bo Burnham adapts this for the for, for, for as a playwright. Yeah, and it well considering well, that if he wants to, you know, take it on as the the lead and then you know sing you know the parts and stuff. I'll sign up for that. Well, considering that the conceit of the problematic song that we play every song is that he wore an Aladdin costume and he felt bad about it, I don't know if you'd be okay <laughs> with playing a Korean character uh, who's a cow. I hardly think. Well, the, the it, it basically most of the time he was a cow. So yeah. So I guess it's not racist. The well, he does wear the human suit, so I guess whenever that is, that would be problematic. Bo Burnham, like <laughs> he's a problem. I'm problematic. <laughs> He's a problem. It's my favorite fucking sound. Uh, who dude did you have as your your Kyung Chong, your your milk cow? Um, Asher Angel. Asher Angel. Uh, no longer the most famous eighteen year old. I think he was unseated. I feel like I've said that before, but it By it who? bears being mentioned. By who? By who? Um, I'm gonna figure that out. I want to say it's um eighteen year olds nude with fat tits. Oh wow! We what the. <laughs> We're talking about a male here. Oh, I knew it. Finn. Mr. Wolfhard himself. Yeah. I should have known. Finn Wolfhard. It seems like everyone's really high on Finn. And honestly, what else has he been in other than Stranger Things? Ghostbusters, It. Oh, he's in Ghostbusters? He was in the new... Go- he's been With in the, the last... the female cast? No. They've made another Ghostbusters now. Where, like... Oh, that's coming out? That I think either is going to come out or already did. I can't remember. Hmm. Um, but yeah, he's part of the new Ghostbusters thing. He was in the It franchise uh, as that one kid. Yeah. So he's, like, in all the nostalgia movies. Like, he's perfectly uh, bridged the gap between the nostalgia of Stranger Things that it evokes to all the things that it was influenced by, which was a really cool fucking career path for him. But yeah, fuck Asher Angel. Uh, I'm actually going to, you know, V to your pick. I'm going to say it has to be Finn. Wow. <laughs> so we're picking other people's now. No, I'm kidding. Um, I had uh, Troy Woosick, who was uh, the, the son in Parasite, who I think actually... Looks more like the character than uh, you are in. 
uh, Wood, who was the actual voice of that character. Yeah. So I think I think Troy would be a perfect pick there, to be completely honest. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I mean, I saw where you went with this, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to go down that. You know, try to find Korean actors because mm-hmm. you did a pretty good job in it. Thank you. Uh, who is your satellite girl? I had Maisie Williams. She's a, another one. I don't have any idea what she's doing nowadays. I feel like she was in like two movies and then she's, I think she just does TikToks. That's like such a diminutive way to like, that's just like a, an unfortunate thing to say about anybody. It's like, yeah, they just do TikToks now. But like, I, I don't know what she does anymore. I've seen her on TikTok, but I don't know what she's doing. Really? I think so. Either that or I'm thinking of the girl from Hereditary, which feels really offensive to say uh, about Maisie Williams. Um, actually, that's not really, you know what, you know. I'm not trying to make anybody uh, feel bad about themselves here. Especially, I saw the, something where she said she was ashamed of her body after doing Game of Thrones. Um, well, I don't think they exploited her in the same way that they exploited her, uh, exploited like Amelia Clark. Every woman on that show had pretty much contractually to show their tits. And I don't think Maisie... Yeah, but at some point, I think they nixed that. Well, yeah, once they started getting fucking rich. I mean, like then once they, they like, had Yeah, power. no more. Yeah, it's like, I'm not... Well, yeah, I already said this before, but that one girl almost died. So I imagine after that, after she almost had a stroke that killed her, I don't think Amelia Clark was like, you know what? No more boobs. I almost just died in a stall. I'm not going to fucking do this anymore. (laughs) Uh, For my satellite girl, I had Kim So Hyun, who was uh, known as Korean's, uh, the, the, the little sister of Korea. That's kind of like her title. Either that or the queen of child actresses or the goddess of historical dramas. So... She's only 22. She's got quite the reputation. And I think uh, someone like that, I would hope would be overqualified for this fucking role because Satellite Girl is pretty, you know, like I said, is a Ray Ayanami clone. But I did stumble upon this other thing. Uh, and I say thing because it's not a person. It's Ever 3, which was a uh, Korean like robot who appeared in uh, a like... Sleeping Beauty and the Seven Dwarves movie and has gotten more parts. Like they're trying to cast this fucking robot in more movies. Yeah, as an I see actual this picture. Actress. I didn't realize it was a robot. Yeah, it's a fucking robot. <laughs> Ever three. So if we're going to even cast a, a robot character, we might as well, you know, make it a robot. That's the same thing with like, you know, why are we casting all these white actors or all these uh, straight actors or anybody who's like not actually the thing? I want a fucking robot to play Satellite Girl. Wow, I, I'm interested to see this Snow White <clears throat> film with this robot. I would also, I don't know if I really put too much research into like finding footage, but I'd be very interested in seeing uh, if she has acting chops, if she is even the right pronoun for this Ever robot. Ever three. Yeah. It feels it feels like it would be bad, but I... I <laughs> yeah, I, it feels it all right. <laughs> well, whatever happened to that thing? I mean, I th- I've talked about this before on a different podcast, but like there was a James Dean movie that was supposed to come out in the last couple of years or is supposed to still come out where they just recreated him. And that's like still technology that's like been on the back burner that just either we need to give uh, roles to fucking AI people or robots more because we need to start integrating them into society when they inevitably become part of the, the cultural fabric. We start fucking them to save the planet. <laughs> Did you find anything? No, I mean it's it's picking up on bullshit. It's like season three of something something. Uh-huh. But <laughs> ever three season three of SVU. Yeah. <laughs> Who did you, uh, let's fucking just, we're almost at the tail end of this. We can't be dragging on. Of course, on. there's some picture here I can see. 
Wikipedia. I wonder if they made the robot shower tits. That feels exploitative. Ever 3 is a series of female androids developed by a team of South Korean scientists from the Korea Institute of Industrial Technology and Korea University of Science and Technology. That's awesome. Do you think they try to like hook up with them? Wow, it was re- unveiled in 2003. Really? Ever The Ever name is derived from a combination of the biblical Eve and R from robot. Oh, wow. Holy crap. Eve R3. I love that. I hope that becomes like more of a thing. I just love to see it work well, I guess is really what I'm saying. Even if it doesn't work all the time, I just want to see the one time it does work. Has improved vision and ability to express emotions. Has machine guns in her titties. Dad, who is Boredom your... is now available most. <laughs> Boredom? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They spent a lot of time freaking bringing that one to... I think it would be funny, like, if you're going on a date with a robot like that and you're trying to, like, I don't know, create this narrative where you think your girlfriend is going to break up with you. You just want makeup sex. So you're, like, turning it onto the board mode when you're at the restaurant and she's, like, kind of looking around. It's like, can you look at me, Evar? It's like, oh, sorry. I just know your dick is small, and I'm not really, you know. Oh, man. I'm going to have to look this up. This is crazy. Well, you can look it up after the fucking podcast, because we yeah, need to sorry. end this yeah, yeah. thing. Who did you have as your Merlin? Well, I went with uh, Michael Gabon, who was Dumbledore. Oh, okay. I was going to say, that felt... We both went with other wizards. Yes. So, so I went with Sir Ian McKellen. Yes. and Who the... turned down the Dumbledore. Did he? Yeah, supposedly. I think that would be an incredible double dipping. I mean, if he had his fingers on both of those franchises, yeah. holy shit. I didn't read why he did, but you would sort of think that might have had something to do with it. It's like, mm-hmm. he can't be, you know, Lord of the Rings. and Yeah, maybe contractually that would have been against them. I think... You could only be one wizard. I think as, like, a proud gay man, Ian McKellen probably has some, like, cheeky butt humor that he could bring to uh, the Merlin character <laughs> as toilet paper. <laughs> I think that would be awesome. I really would. So I'd be happy to have Sir Ian fucking lay down the law uh, as the, the, the prominent wizard character of them all as a toilet roll. So, Dad, last call for alcohol. Is there any questions for the director that you wanted to uh, shout from the mountaintops before we never talk about this movie again? There's just too many questions, so yeah. I'm not even going to go there. I think the only thing that really irked me that it wasn't like even remotely addressed was the fact that that statue moved and that was like such a bizarre moment where she's crying at this this statue and he un you know ties his stone handkerchief and gives it to him so i mean i I still do question how that uh i don't remember his name the character that's running around trying to suck livers out of people with a plunger i think it was mr o or something like that i couldn't actually even really get a clear sense of like who is who in terms of the character names because there was really just no information to like yeah usually on my anime list or something like for that. the simple fact that he could just appear through you know windows and mirrors and just sort of appear out of nowhere yeah yeah which you would think if that's the case he would have been you know everywhere he yeah could have just appeared in their apartment or did he? Uh, he was pl- conveniently around when he needed to be. I think that's the best way to put it. So, 
I maybe would have liked to see a little bit more of an explanation, uh, at least where he got the plunger. Where the fuck did he get that from? Uh, that was capable of shooting beams and also sucking someone's liver out with a few pumps. So, <laughs> you know, whatever. Director Zhang, uh, please uh, email us or something. <laughs> uh, no Muskie, obviously. No Maxim. No. No. I mean, Muskie's not giving us any advice. He's probably just saying... Well, he you was know. just shit-talking us during the bit, which yeah. was pretty tough. Yeah. Um, hey, Muskie, what? Anything this week? I don't fucking know. Um, get good at singing. It makes fucking girls wet. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, dude. Yeah, I used to have this fucking... No, Muskie, not again. I don't want to hear about another girl. But no, I'm serious this time. She was fucking... She was... I, I had a... I brought a, a guitar to a party. And I, uh, you know, we're, we're, Musky, we're leaving. Bye. Bye, Musky. Have a good night. We're on a good party. party. <laughs> you fucking psychopath. Um, Dad notes at Arata. Uh, we are waiting for this Uber after we just shut Musky up after trying to talk about another partner that he probably had killed or something like that. Uh, is there anything you wanted to correct, bring up, uh, apologize for? I don't have anything. Hmm. Like I, I said, I think I always have something, but I can't remember. Yeah. It's always a generalized apology from you. I apologize for anything I said that might have offended somebody in the last one. So mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the Death Note episode was like. That was like the most we've talked about a movie ever. Uh, actually talked about a movie. Um, but I actually did have to apologize for saying gypped in the King of Thorns episode. Because honestly, I thought it was spelled J-I-P-P-E-D. So I didn't understand the connection between gypped and gypsy and how that is like a a negative thing to say about like oh you know a derogatory term to use against people you know gypsy you can't even say anymore i don't even know if that that's like not a cool word anymore so i apologize for saying that uh in king of thor oh i didn't know where that came from yeah i like i said i thought it was a different spelling so i never made that connection and then when i i fucking listened to it i was like wait a minute this feels like uh this feels bad. Like when you say like someone shanghaied, like that's racist. Like you can't fucking say like, oh, I got shanghaied by this dude. <laughs> so I apologize uh, for saying that. So, hey, my conscience is clean now. I don't feel like as much of a, of, of, a, of a bigot as someone could maybe say that I am, even though I'm the furthest left person that I know. Uh, but hey, I'm not here to talk about my politics unless we're talking about cops. Uh, we, <laughs> we do have a Twitter uh, we sometimes use it if you guys want to follow us there. Um, as always, we really love to get some five stars, get some uh, more reviews. We have, you know, a lot of fun ideas for uh, anybody who leaves a, a movie suggestion. We want to definitely make that more of a thing where we can uh, have some more fun cold opens in the way that we did for uh, the King of Thorn episode. So, yeah, if you guys like what we're doing, go over to the iTunes page, leave a, a five stars or review. Say what you got to say as long as you get Give the Give us a call in the Lord Kobe hotline. Or we'll even we, name the hotline it. after yeah. you. Yeah. Like, it'll just be something yeah. else. You can take it over. Yeah, you'll you'll take the seat from Kobe himself, yeah. who yes. is the, the clear king at the moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we would just love to hear back from uh, anybody who uh, is kind of feeling what we're doing. So, just like always, we have uh, absolutely no idea what we're doing. And hopefully on the other end, we'll be able to figure it out and hopefully not be ashamed to post it online. Uh, but until then, we will just have to see you next week. What's our wine rating? I almost forgot. Yeah. This is the Jackson Maine through the window. Hey.
What's your wine rating? <laughs> Shit, dude. Freak show is good. I like read the Jackson Maine thing and I I just fucking blocked it out. It was good. Yeah. That's probably an explanation as to why I fucking forgot it. Is like I down this glass uh pretty much I mean it's it's potentially, you know, in my top 5 now. I mean, of course it's a little bit more expensive, but I couldn't refuse it because, you know, it it seemed fitting that we use Freak Show for this one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it I'm just going to go. I'm going to go and simply for the fact, like I said, it's in the top five now, so I'm going to give it five, and um, five milk cows. Milk cows. I'm going to do, just because the cork almost broke on me, I'm going to go 4.5 out of five milking tables. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. You can't you can't have a, a, a weak cork. Yeah. It's like not <laughs> painting the inside of like a birdhouse or something like that. Like you got to do the complete project. You can't have a shitty cork. Yeah. Hopefully they're not in the business of butt plugs. No. <laughs> Freak show also selling cork butt plugs. Awful business model. Yes. Did you know cork comes from a tree? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I for some reason like thought that was the b- most bizarre thing. It's like a bark from a tree or something like yeah. that. The cork tree yeah my bad hey i'm glad we uh thank you for reminding me about the jackson maine fucking you know my uber would have been pissed <laughs> but hey we like i said give, you know freak show it's due so <clears throat> like i said we have really no idea what we're doing so much so that i forget this outro constantly and uh you know i have to be corrected so we'll just have to see you guys next week yep and bye-bye don't drink a drive